Let's just hear a cough out of It's very nice. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait, you know, before we bring him on here, too, I want to remind you, this almost slipped my mind, too, that uh, we get out of here top of the hour, but coming up at 2 p.m. today before Atlanta United, getting you ready for that matchup, Mark Zeno is going to be broadcasting from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Okay. He's going to be out there yeah. from 2 until 3.30. Fantastic. Right up to uh, pregame. So, are you going to be out there, the question is, for Joe Patrick? Uh, I will be, of course. I'm, uh, you know. I was there yesterday. I was kind of joking on Twitter yesterday. It's uh, when they had a bed there in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, <laughs> which I don't know if you guys remember. I think it, that can be arranged. It yeah, it can be. You can me, stay in the Kanye suite. Yeah, man, you stay in the Kanye <laughs> exactly. suite. Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. I don't need much. All I need is, like, some pizza and maybe a television in there. That would do me for a night. Well, rem- I got my laptop already. Remote control. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Joe Patrick joining Sam McGray here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Um, Sam and I just touched on it a little bit earlier because we knew you were going to be joining us, but is there more of a cliffside confrontation than presents itself today as Atlanta United goes up against D.C.? they got to get some points up there. Or are there playoff hopes in the rearview mirror? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just kind of joking about this on Twitter right before I came on. It's like we've been calling the last two games must-win games for this team, and the team is 0-1-1 one, and one in must-win games. So um, having said that, you know, it's like it's, this is the funny thing about it because I think that that was right to call those must-win games. Uh, but we do that as sports fans because when you look at the table right now, although it's obviously clearly ugly for Atlanta United, they pick up three points and they get a couple of results that go their way or on the league. They're probably one potentially one game out of a playoff spot. So um, it's never over in MLS. This is how it is. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the unfortunate reality of the situation is that Atlanta United has not shown an ability to consistently get results over the kind of teams that they'll need to beat. Once you get past this DC game, I mean, this DC game, DC is in last place in MLS, but after you get past this, you're playing all playoff teams the rest of the way in. Some of the best teams in MLS, the, the Eastern Conference leaders, twice in the Philadelphia Union. So it's going to be a, a super uphill climb for these guys. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Joe Patrick. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at JAPatrick200. At JAPatrick200. This DC United team has had its struggles. So to me, this is an opportunity if we can put together consistent two halves to pick up three points today because what a time to take a, to take on a squad that's having some woes too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting time to be playing uh, D.C. United who are now managed by Wayne Rooney, one of the most famous soccer players uh, of the modern era, um, obviously a longtime Manchester United player and came to play for D.C. United late on in his career. He is now the coach there. Um, they have not gotten off to a great start under him. <laughs> they lost the game brutally to uh, the aforementioned Philadelphia Union, 6 to nothing in their last game out. So um, you never know playing a team coming off a result that's that bad. Sometimes it's like, you know, that, that cornered animal who uh, you, you never know what they could kind of pull out after – that kind of result, the kind of effort that they're going to want to try to turn around. And, and I asked Gonzalo Pineda about that specifically this week, and he said that, you know, you can't really look at the result that way because the game was actually relatively close, and then they got a couple bad breaks, and then 
things kind of went in the toilet for them. So uh, my words, not his, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly going to be a, you know, a, a dangerous test. I think this DC team, just because of the state that they're in, but again, as you said, it also makes it all the more important for Atlanta United to get the result today against a team that is, you know, below them in the table in a game that they certainly need and have to win. Joe Patrick joining Sam McGregor, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, let's be positive. Let's say they, they do what they need to yeah. do to get to the playoffs. Or if they don't, regardless, what areas of this team need addressing moving forward toward next season? Mm, well, so one of the things is this team is just super, super young. I mean, they have really relied on a ton of their youngest players. I'm talking about uh, the U22 designated players. Uh, and also these homegrown players. I think if you look at a guy like Caleb Wiley, who's been playing left back for the majority of the season for this team, I mean, I think that that is maybe the most evident of kind of the reality of the situation for Atlanta United right now. And Caleb Wiley's 17 years old. I mean, most of us were like juniors in high school at that age, and he's been playing most of the games. I think he's eighth overall on on Atlanta United's roster in minutes played this season. Um, it's an incredible testament for him, but it's also an unsustainable way to go about, you know, your winning winning in, in MLS. You have to have those experienced players. I mean, when we think back to this Atlanta United team that was so good and won MLS Cup and was so dominant in, in this league, it was actually a, a very veteran team. We like to think of those teams as being very young because the designated players on those teams, the Miguel Almarones, the Joseph Martinez back in the day, like they were younger players, but they were really surrounded by a cast of veterans who knew how to win in this league. And so I think that Atlanta United actually recognized that coming into this year, and that's why they added a guy like Ozzy Alonso um, to their midfield, a guy who's been around this league and been a winner in this league for basically as long as he's been here. He unfortunately tears his ACL in the fifth game of the season, um, and that's been a huge loss for this team. So when I look at what they need to do in the offseason to try to improve, they got to get more of those veteran MLS types in this squad to help kind of uh, complement some of the more, you know, dynamic uh, attacking international players that they sign for big money, like Luis Araujo, like Thiago Almada, because those guys definitely have talent. I, I, I feel bad that people might kind of lose faith in some of those players because of um, the, the, the roster is not really suited to help them uh, achieve what they could. Those are good players, but they need to be surrounded by the right teammates. And I think that that's what Carlos Bocanegra uh, or whoever is <laughs> constructing this roster in the offseason will try to do. Spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning with Joe Patrick. Uh, he keeps an eye on all things Atlanta United and Falcons. But we'll also talk a little bit of Braves with him while we got you uh, here today. And uh, one got away, and I've been trying to pull uh, Greg off from, from jumping out the window here about Kenley Jansen. <laughs> all morning long, all morning long, I've been having to hold him in, man, because he's been ready to jump. And we nine floors up here, man. So I'm like, you know, uh, <laughs> reassure Greg that, yeah, it was a bad outing, uh, but you're going to get one of those from time to time. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just uh, obviously very disappointing the way that that ended. Um, it's never good when you've got to just throw a strike. And it seems like every major league pitcher should be able to do that on command. And for that last catch, not to be even close. That was, that was disappointing. Um, you know, the one thing I would say is that uh, you remember uh, our old friend Will Smith. Will Smith was having a very rough season uh, last year when the Braves ended up winning the World Series, and yep. Will Smith ended up closing a lot of those games uh, right. out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's the life of a closer. Things can kind of turn around on a dime for you, and you just got to kind of hope that, that happens for Kenley. He's a pitcher who has obviously a very long track record in this league, and I think that, you know, when you look at Brian Snicker and you think back to his tenure with Will Smith, uh, I think that he's probably going to stick with him in that role unless things get so dire and like they need such immediate relief um, that he has to change things up. The good news is that he ha- he has Rosella Iglesias who he can bring in to, to be that guy who, who comes in for, for Jansen. But I don't think that that's going to happen quite so soon. Uh, I, I think that there is some, like I said, if you look back to Will Smith's time, you can see that that guys can turn around. So you just hope that, that Kenley is able to do that. Cause it's certainly been a really kind of like stop starts type of season for him so far. It's just it, the thing that worries me is he's he, he's a, he's a veteran. He's established. Yeah. You know what time, kind of pitcher he is, and the success he's got that's got him to this point is, I believe, going to be hard for him. You can call it ego or whatever to change. This is a reason the Dodgers let this dude go. All right, he's supposed to be one of the top closers in baseball, and for whatever reason, maybe it was you know. Don't give me this. Yeah, you know, he you know he pitches himself out of problems. I don't want him to walk the first two batters in the first place. Right. Okay, so don't put <laughs> yeah. me in that. Don't put me on a cliff right away. But there's, there's. I just think that, and and the the, uh, the analogy that I bring up is Raldis Chapman. He's another guy who was for a period of time considered one of the top closers. Major League Baseball and the and these guys are professional hitters. They catch up with these dudes. They catch up. There's the outlier is Mariano Rivera. Okay, he's the outlier, but all mm-hmm. top closers I have seen throughout the time I've been watching baseball at some point fall off the shelf, and that's because the hitters learn what they're doing. They learn. In fact, the the, um, the post game interview the hitters was talking about, hey, you know, Jansen does this, and we know he does that. We just got to make sure that we let him go. And he like broke him down right there, and in the, in the <laughs> post game yeah. uh, interview, I, I just I yeah. just worried that. Whatever he's doing now, yeah, right the ship. But I don't want to see what I saw last night and have seen before during the season in late September or in October. Yeah, yeah, and, and Greg, just to kind of add to your point, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna add fuel to the fire for, for both of you guys. I, I can make the case for and the case against. I, I think the 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 thing with Kenley that I think a lot of fans kind of intuitively understand is that his stuff is not like blow you away kind of stuff. Right. And so. At least still when I think of an Araldis Chapman, at least you've got a guy who can throw 100 miles an hour and can, you know, just blow someone away if he's on. Um, Kenley's got to be more savvy than that at this point in his career because he just doesn't have that kind of arm. And so I think that that just in and of itself uh, does not inspire a ton of confidence in fans who are watching him, and, and especially when he's going through one of these kinds of moments like, like he is right now. Um, it seems so obvious, you know, but that, that you should just go, you, you, should, you should change things up and not put him in those kinds of situations. But hey, that's, that's, uh, Brian Snicker is the kind of manager who's going to let him, his, these kinds of pitchers work through these types of things. Now, again, I, I will say, I think he would make a change if it gets to a certain point, but I think right now he's going to stick with this guy. Talking with Joe Patrick and talking Braves with him on this Sunday morning. Uh, they got to wrap up things in St. Louis uh, this evening. Uh, before going on, I think, to Colorado and Miami. We figure they do well against those two teams, but you want to take two out of three for St. Louis. Which Jake Odorizzi are we going to get to see tonight? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, since I've kind of changed beats, I haven't gotten able to take too close of a look at Odorizzi, but obviously I've seen a lot of the uh, – 
the consternation about his performances. Hopefully they can get a good one. You know, they, they, they could really use for him to kind of start getting something going, put string some stuff back to back and kind of get on one of those rolls. The good news for this Braves team right now is when you look at overall the rotation, it's like you've got so many guys who you could consider stoppers in this rotation. That's why this team just doesn't seem to go on bad streaks. I mean, they've been do- utterly dominant since that calendar turned over from May to June. They went on that long winning streak, and they haven't looked back since. So you just hope Odorisi can be one of those guys who kind of, you know, jumps on that train and, and is able to ride it. And, uh, and, and, you know, you never know how he can help this team out later on in the season. Uh, if not, I think that they have backup plans, obviously. But, you know, you obviously always want to see a guy who you acquire in a, in a deal like they did for Odorizzi come out and uh, give you a good performance. So hopefully they can get that tonight. Listen, y'all, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. We're going to talk about it next week. We're going to pull you back in here and, 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 and you're at me and say, see, it was just one outing. We ain't got nothing to worry about with Kenley. Make a liar out of me. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, it, just, it, just, it just, you know, it gets at me. Anyway, listen, Joe, as always, enjoy your time down there at Mercedes-Benz. Get a, uh, as Sam likes to say, get us a win. Get, a, get us a I'll win down there. I'll do my best, guys. <laughs> I'll Joe, do my best. All right, Joe Patrick, right. joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.